0: Welcome back to Jeremiah Wonders. Hope you guys had an amazing week. Hope this episode is finding you well. Got another weird, wacky, fun episode today with Todd Glass. This guy is so enjoyable to be around. Every time I see this guy, he's just one of those guys that you want to be around. You want to keep riffing with. You want to keep joking around with. And the bit never ends with this guy. That's what's great. So much fun. I had a fun week. It was uh, some good shows that I had. I want to thank everybody that came out to uh, the show that Red Band and I co-headlined at the La Jolla Comedy Store. It was super fun. We had a, a great time there. We had a lot of Death Squad people that came out to uh, to come out and show support. Uh, they bought uh, Death Squad shirts from Red Band and uh, some uh, CDs for myself supported us that way. So thank you guys so much. If you missed uh, me in San Diego and you want to see me down there, I'm actually going to be at the San Diego Comedy Palace on May 11th, headlining there with The Wave, Jamar Neighbors, Willie Hunter, and myself. We are headlining there, and we're doing two shows on on Friday, May 11th. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely check that out. And some other dates I have to plug. I guess I'll plug some other dates while uh, I'm already doing this. April 5th through 7th. Kill Tony Crew is going to be in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. I believe it's Arizona. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait. Uh, the whole band, me, Joel Berg, my boy, Patty Reagan, be with Tony Hinchcliffe, Brian Redband. It's going to be a great time. Full weekend of shows. Check out Tony Hinchcliffe's website under uh, the tour section to get tickets for that. April 13th through 15th, very excited to announce that we are recording the Reagan and Watkins album that weekend. We're, we're recording, laying, laying down all the instrumentation with uh, our full band setup. And that's with uh, Chrome Chris on bass, Joel Berg on drums, Pat Reagan on rhythm guitar, lead vocals, myself on lead vocals and saxophone, and our buddy Joel Rakowski from the goddamn Comedy Jam. He's going to be playing uh, lead electric guitar on the album. So that's going to be super exciting. And uh, I'll obviously keep you guys updated on that when we're going to release that and all that stuff. Cannot wait for you guys to hear what we've been rehearsing and working on. I feel like a lot of you have not uh, really heard the uh, the full Reagan and Watkins experience. We've been practicing in the darkness for a long time. So we're we're, we're pretty excited to get that out there. Also, April 27th through 28th, 27th and 28th, I'll be featuring for the Golden Pony, Tony Hinchcliffe in Salt Lake City, Utah at Wise Guys. So if you live in the Utah area, come out and see your boy, the Golden Goose, and the Golden Pony all in one spot. It'll be a lot of fun. May 10th, I'll be headlining the Rec Room, which is in Huntington Beach. Come out for that. And then the final one that I'm going to plug is uh, May 18th, I don't know if you can get tickets for this, not uh, or not, but uh, May 18th, I'm headlining a show at Cleveland State University in Ohio. So more details for that to come. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show, for the nice ratings on iTunes, the five stars, the reviews, all that stuff helps. Get your butt over there if you haven't done that yet. Much appreciated. Don't want to harp on it too much, but you know it helps with the ratings, helps get this podcast out there, get getting in those rankings and stuff like that and whatnot. Yeah, Speedweed, loyal sponsor of the show. I want to thank Gino over at Speedweed, hooking it up. Yep, if you need some marijuana delivery and you live in Los Angeles or other places as well, he delivers. Hit up at Speedweed on Twitter. Go to Speedweed's website, check him out. LA Speedweed, got to do it. Especially, you know, what's funny, it pairs really well with the other two sponsors of this show. Joe's Pizza, and this week... Don Carlos Tacos in La Jolla, California. That's right. Go visit my buddy Ryan Hill over Don Carlos Taco. He, uh, he always hooks up comedians every time that they go there that, uh, when they're performing at the La Jolla Comedy Store. He's such a good dude. Helped us with the uh, the, the flat tire fiasco that I told on the podcast uh, uh, a while back with the wave. Just a good dude. And Joe's Pizza's on Sunset. Grab a slice whenever you're by the Comedy Store. Go down there you're seeing comedy, you're getting a little hungry whenever you're doing your smoke break or whatever, walk down, grab a slice, and then go laugh some more. <laughs> have some fun. Don Carlos is walking distance from the La Jolla Comedy Store, so you have no excuse, guys, when you're seeing comedy. Go get some good eats. Yeah. And I'm excited for this week, Tuesday, March 13th stand up on the spot is in the belly room and that's a sold out show I don't even think you can get tickets to that anymore but I'm gonna do this I'm gonna I, I might start making this a tradition a monthly tradition first person to email me I will give uh, a ticket to you plus one to this sold out show now let's say you can't do it you can't get it consecutive months in a row just in case there's one person who's this an eager emailer. But uh, email me, the first person to uh, email in. I will give uh, tickets to see uh, it's, it's an Awesome Line. Joe Rogan, Jeff Ross, Jamie Lee, Marilyn Rice, Cup, myself, all in the belly room doing improvised stand-up comedy. It's going to be amazing. That's on Tuesday, March 13th, eight fifteen in the belly room at the Comedy Store. Email me at yourboyjeremiahwatkins at gmail.com. yourboyjeremiahwatkins at gmail.com. That's the same email you can email me with if you want to sponsor the show. Or if you just want to say what's up, I enjoy getting your letters, saying what's up. That's the best way to reach me. I'm not the best at DMs on Instagram and all that stuff, but I will email you back. Yes. had a very fun week, though. Uh, had a kind of surreal experience. Uh, the old talent coordinator of the comedy store, he, uh, he was back in town, and he hosted a show that me... Myself, uh, uh, Willie Hunter, Jay Mandium, some other comedy store comics, uh, were on, were put together on this lineup. Man, it was very bizarre to see him back in LA, and he was talking about the comedy store, and it was, it was weird. It was he played music at the at the beginning of the show to open the show, and he still talked about his uh, his imprint on the comedy store. And it was just one of those bizarre. It was like seeing an ex girlfriend. Uh, because um <laughs> there used to be something there, you know? Like I, I I talked to this guy for years. He was like a, a he became like a, a friend and then he you know, he got fired and disappeared and uh he was not the one who made me a paid regular at the comedy store. It was one of those things that he was like promising, like kinda of holding over me for a long time. So it was just this weird uh, no animosity or ill will, uh, towards him, but it definitely felt like an ex-girlfriend thing. Like we could have been something together, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, shout out to, uh, the new to- talent coordinator, uh, Adam Egget. Uh, he and, uh, Norm McDonald got Norm's talk show picked up on Netflix. So that's going to be amazing. That's super cool. I challenged you guys last week to do an act of kindness, uh, just to a stranger. I was like, why not? Why not do an act of kindness? Uh, I'm going to tell something that I did. And this isn't to like be like, oh, I did this or whatever. I literally <laughs> was reminded to do this because I said it on the podcast last week. How crazy is that? Like, I, I probably wouldn't have done it if if I wasn't like, hey, you, uh, you guys should do something nice for a stranger. It was raining in LA. It was pouring down rain and I was going to get gas, I was filling up my wife's car with gas and... There's this man that was standing in the rain underneath an umbrella with a gas can at the gas station. And usually I don't know if like somebody's scamming, if they like are asking for money and then they don't actually, you know, put the gas in their car or whatever. But he asked me for gas. He seemed like a nice guy. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, his gas can wasn't that big was three. It was a three gallon gas tank, you know. So I talked to him. I got to know him a little bit while I filled his gas can in uh at like this mobile station. And he I think he was just down on his luck. I feel like that sometimes happens where, you know, somebody's like genuinely just needs help from a stranger. And it felt good to, to help out. Got to know him a little bit. His name is Drake. White guy named Drake. That's uh very memorable. And I just wish him the best of luck and and you know, hope that uh some uh, some stuff starts going his way in life. So he's not having to, to stand outside of a gas station ask strangers for, for gas. So anyway, I hope uh, you guys, you know, did a random act of kindness to somebody and maybe I'll start doing those challenges to myself and, and this audience uh, more often. It's kind of like, why not? Put some good energy out there in the world. I'm all about happiness, positivity, and, uh, you know, being a positive influence on... Other people's lives. Another shout out. Uh, had a buddy, uh, Kelsey Cook. She made her late night television debut on The Tonight Show. She killed it. Uh, it was great. You should check it out. Kelsey Cook. She's a very uh, funny comedian that that tours with uh, Jim Norton, and she's like uh, she's passed at uh, the Comedy Cellar in New York. She's just a, a, a very funny working comic. So check out her stuff, guys. I got a. I got another. I got another letter in in the mail and uh this is another hard copy letter that i'm worried about our buddy stan who keeps writing into the show um so without further ado here's the latest letter from stan
1: dear
0: jeremiah i'm in the infant stages of starting a hot sauce company I've just recently perfected the recipe, tangy habanero, so the next steps are going to be dealing with all the legal matters, coming up with a name, licensing, etc. But for now, I want to send out samples. I listen to all of you at work every week, and I respect you all. That's why I'm sending these to you. I'm giving back to the countless laughs and entertainment over the years. What I'm looking for right now is just honest feedback, really. The sauce has got a kick to it, but it's fucking delicious. I hope you enjoy it. This is Stan. JK, with love, Josh Boggs. Thank you to Josh Boggs for writing into the show. I really appreciate it, man. He sent a bunch of his own hot sauce that he bottled himself and created the recipe for and sent it to the Comedy Store uh, to me, uh, along with other uh, comics who he listens to, uh, their podcast, Sam Tripoli, uh, The Kill Tony Crew, Brendan Schaub, uh, Andrew Santino, uh, Theo Vaughn, a bunch of us. So it was like a crate of hot sauce, and I tried it. It's really good, man. It is a tangy habanero, and uh, I thought I could use a little bit more spice originally, but then I let it sit one more time after I used it, and it was perfect. I'm a hot sauce connoisseur, so I freaking loved it. Uh, His Twitter handle is at Boggs 4 or uh, you can check it out on Instagram at SauceWhisperer. There it is. Appreciate the love. Uh, yeah, anytime you guys send me stuff, um, I always check it out. I appreciate uh, the love. Uh, any letters, all that stuff. Uh, and, and A guy came up to me in La Jolla at the comedy store, and uh, he said uh, that Red Band and I helped him get through his week, and he was deploying to Korea the next day. And uh, that's what we do this for. Whenever I hear stuff like that, I absolutely love hearing that these podcasts are influencing people's lives in a positive way. And I just hope that it helps give you some laughs and, uh, you know, relieves any pain or whatever through the week to get you through your week uh, just a little bit easier. And I think uh, this episode is going to do that today. So let's get into it with Todd Glass right now on Jeremiah Wonders.
2: I really like that pizza. It's going to be easy to talk about. Perfect. Uh, Jenny, are we recording? Yeah, she just said we were. And she said you could decide where you started. Listen to Jenny. You know what, Todd? Oh, my God. This started horrible. I thought we were going to get along.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's reset.
2: You want to hear something sad? Yeah. Okay. Real quick. And I le-
0: actually, let's get as dark as possible oh, right out of the gate. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, on the way here, I saw the standard sign on the hotel, and it's upside down. Mm-hmm. And I, every time I see it, I go, "Oh, they must be running. They've got to be different. Like a hip. It's upside down. Get it? No, no one is embarrassed at that at that organization. No one goes, "Let's flip our sign. It's not. We're crazy. We're zany. Our sign's upside down. Like, ugh. I, I mean, think anyway.
0: that's probably what. The band Corn thought, you know, that backwards K, and we're like, we gotta be different.
2: Yeah, just the backwards K alone lets people know. Thank you. Oh, you do that every time I tell a really funny joke. Oh, I, oh, I guess thank so. You. Yeah,
0: I guess that's you know, I guess that's what's going on here. Wow, I
2: didn't wow, think it you're was that killing, funny, Todd. Well, I guess so.
0: If you're giving me those bell rings, dude, I'm so excited to see you. It's been actually like, it's been a minute since we've hung out. <laughs> I know it has been a while. The, the last time a I was uh, over at your place uh, with uh, with
2: our buddy Blake, Blake Wexler. Yeah, and that was, I was—I think that was the last time we hung out. It's been—I know—and and you know how it is. You're always like, ah, I gotta call Jeremiah. I gotta call, and even to hang out or just do the podcast. Oh yeah, you're, you're pure joy on the podcast. If you if you haven't heard Jeremiah on my podcast, um, go go find the episodes because it's it's a lot of fun. And you know, Blake Wexler saved it's a little plug but it's 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 he saved every message i met him when he was 16 and about a year ago he came over to my house he goes i have every message you ever left me i go he said it but i never really believed it and then he had every one so we put out a CD. I and let's just keep it simple it's 10 years of voicemails from todd glass to blake wexler and it's on itunes and it's pure because it was just for him there was only three we didn't put on three we didn't put on because i thought out of context it was a little a little little harsh
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure
2: but uh some of them are three minutes some of them are 20 seconds you know that's so fun and we put a beep in and post because there's no beep really you know? right because it's like the rim shot of every message yeah boop. so there it is 10 years 10 years it, it's a chronicle of our friendship too because yeah, like, in the beginning they're pretty generic hey blake I, you know if you you know i know i met him after a show, you know. In Philadelphia. He had a Conestoga sweatshirt on, so that's where I went to high school. So we sort of like... Yeah, right away, you're like, hey. Yeah, and, and then, you know, there there we go.
1: Yeah.
0: You were telling me before the podcast that it's been over 20 years since you performed in the original room stage?
2: I know. I'm almost positive. Now, I've, I've since done the... What's the other room called? The, the main big, room. The main room, yeah, right, And the belly room I've done. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, but the the original room I did I came out here and I think it was ninety maybe mm-hmm. eighty nine ninety and I you know auditioned oh, and for I Mitzi. yeah for Mitzi and I was you know have, everyone has the same store I'd imagine I was so nervous so still like I come into the comedy store now and I'm not nervous anymore but five years ago when I started coming here more I would come here with Sarah Silverman a lot and she was getting ready and she would bounce from room to room. And I'm like, I I just love this place. It was like coming, it was like when I lived in Philadelphia, we went to bars all around, you know, where we lived, because that's how you do it. Yeah. But every so often we'd go into the city, and it felt like it was an event. So whenever I come here, even though it's not often, I every time it's exciting. What's going on in that room? I'm going to, you know, you split off with who you came with. I'm going to go up to the belly room and watch this. Oh, I'm going to be in the original room, and I'm over here. And then the bar, I feel like I'm the only one that, explains that bar that they built properly. Like, I feel everyone else goes, yeah, they have a bar for the comedians. But you it makes you sound like you go into a room and there's just a bar in there. It's not. It's a room within a room where they've created a bar that would be like in New York City. Like, like, you know, when you're going down New York City and you can look down and you see some windows and there's a window air, an AC unit
3: that's
2: going that they even have the little AC unit in there. So to me, that's the best way. It's a room that they built within the room and you go in there and you feel like you're in like a a, just a cool little bar in New York City just that holds like not that many people. I I love it in there.
0: Yeah, it's super exclusive. And it's also it's a way for people, the comics, to kind of collect their thoughts if they want before they go on stage. So it's kind of a cool zen out.
2: But that room, you know that 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 room. I haven't done it in twenty years. Do you know more? So ninety even would be what? Whatever that would be ninety. Dude, uh, who cares about math?
0: Twenty eight years.
2: Twenty eight years. Yeah.
0: Wow. When uh, so when you were showcasing, do you remember any of the other comics that were showcasing along with you?
2: I mean, I remember back. No, I mean by by that time, I think like I knew I knew a group that came out here at the same time. You know how you all come? It was a group. You just coincidentally. Sometimes you come out here with two people because you're both left Philadelphia at the same time. Yeah, it wasn't really like that, but it was like I remember the comedians like that were just seemed to all be new to L. A. You know, and it was, you know, Judd Apatow and Adam Sandler and Alan Colvert, and, and uh, of course now I'm not going to be able to think of any names, but the big acts like there was already Sam Kinison who was here and you know and, and Andrew Dice Clay and and um, uh, you know uh, um, oh, he did all the music stuff. Uh, he he would come out from under the, the tablecloth, and with the candle he do do the different movies with I it, it, I'm forgetting his name Harry Basil Harry Basil oh there you go Harry Basil yeah. and Tom Wilson and you know it was it was exciting and I would go to the main room and see those shows and you know it was it was pretty exciting it was it was overwhelming it's it's it is it's overwhelming coming to the comedy store and on sunset, you know, strip and just right in the heart of the, the especially pulse. as a new comic you're coming know. from your
0: hometown or whatever and you're looking around and, and you see all the headshots on the wall right. and everything and you're
2: like, oh, you did wow. the same thing, right? Yeah. And where would you come from?
0: I came from Kansas. Wow. Yeah. That
2: sounds like, ah, oh, we had a good run. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shut it since I we No, I think uh... to keep the door open. They were trying to keep the door open for me because I didn't want to be hot, but it seems pretty comfortable. It seems all right. So yeah, like that sounds like coming from Kansas. That's like... oh a-
0: yeah. I mean, I before I even did you I- co-
2: come here? Because back then, real quick, it, look, things change. I think they changed for good. But back then, it was like if the improv didn't take you or the comedy store didn't take you, you know, as a regular, you felt like what did I move out here for? Now. There's so many venues. You don't need just those two. There's venues, so many outlets, which is a good thing. It's great, which is a great thing. But did you still come here? And did you like? How soon after you moved here did you come to the store? So
0: I started coming to the store. I came once for the open mic after I moved to Los Angeles in 2009. Uh, but I came to the open mic in 2010. Felt I could feel that I wasn't ready for it yet, and I backed off, and I didn't come back for a long time. I came back uh, uh, basically like a year later the summer of 2011 I built up materials like I want to be able to do like different bits and have different stuff so I'm not doing the same three minutes if I get up every week on the open mic and summer 2011 I started going every week until I became a paid regular in uh September of
2: 2016 wow it's also like once you start talking about it, then there's something else I thought of, which is crazy, but I think i I don't know if this was a this wasn't a joke, it was a weird fantasy that I would do, but i would I knew I would never do it, but it was that I would flatten Mitzi's tire and then help her fix it, you know and I wouldn't even know who she was, like it would all be in my fan it was like, oh you you know uh you know what and then she'd be like, oh, and then I would get spotted <laughs> That's a pretty good gun I'm surprised somebody uh, didn't try it over the years. I mean, probably, maybe. That's how... Um, what if Mitzi, like, you know, somebody goes, wait a second. Like, Polly's like, wait, my mom used to get flat tires for 30 years. Like, it wasn't just me thinking about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people were all going, I'll flat Mitzi's tire, then I'll help her, you know?
0: There's this famous story of, uh I think that's how Sam Kennison got spots, was Argus uh, and Mitzi were romantically involved, Argus Hamilton and Mitzi, so the story goes, were romantically involved at the time, and I guess he got a little bit drunk and he got a little handsy with her uh, and physical, and Sam Kennison came out roaring and, like, started, you know, hitting Argus, and after that, <laughs> Sam started getting spots. Wow. I'm That's...
2: glad because let me tell you something. Wow, that, uh, you know, seeing that was just... Even in hindsight, I don't agree. You know, certain things you agree with, certain things you don't. It doesn't get in the way of what I thought about him. It was yeah, like, whoo, that was powerful. That 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 primal screaming did it for me. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I remember just sitting here. We we left with my friends, and we had all watched him, and it was like, what the fuck. That was that was amazing. Yeah, there well, were so many acts I forget too. what
0: what's it yeah, what was it like seeing Sam Kennison for the first time being kind of like newer to LA and this that being like an, kind of an eye opening experience, I'm sure, seeing a comedian like that who we haven't seen since.
2: It was I mean, it it was just so everything, you know, all the cliche words like raw and just from his gut and visceral. Is that the word? Yeah. And it was uh, it was amazing. I'm trying to think if I saw him on Rodney Dangerfield HBO special first,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but then it was you think. Well, then why was it so cool to see him live? If anyone thought that, because now you're seeing him live, and he wasn't talking about the same stuff, but it was with the same passion. And that's the I always say do that. You don't have to scream like that, of course. But do be passionate, have passion, or go the fuck home. Same thing with musicians. When I watch a musician perform, I'm like, yeah, do that or go home. Yeah. Well, that's what I love about watching you is you are
0: dialed into every single moment, and you get super passionate, and you might start screaming about a topic, and you might get fully invested, and it's just turned
2: super red in the face, and it's so enjoyable to watch it's fun sometimes sometimes i get so overheated i go is this healthy you know but i think hopefully it is healthy because i feel pretty good well you know it's a good outlet maybe maybe the other thing is bottling it all up but I try to split the difference sometimes. Right. With, the, with his screaming was different. His was like I wouldn't be surprised if he screamed like a singer sings. Like he he screams so he's not going to get laryngitis because I don't think he did.
0: I think he yeah. I think he's screaming the right way. The yeah, right from way. the diaphragm maybe. Maybe or, I don't yeah. know how
2: you do that. Well, how would he do that every single night and not and yeah. not have laryngitis? Because I could scream one Friday Late Show and then. In the next day, go, oh, wow, I, I screamed a little too much. Yeah, you feel it in the yeah. back of your throat. And, and by the way, the real screaming doesn't always come out when I'm angry. Most of the, Probably overwhelmingly never that screaming. It's when I'm saying something and the, I see the audience agrees and I can go, now I can go nuts. Like they agree. They're on board. They're on Let's board. Let's go. Yeah, I can really scream. But anyway.
1: Aw, oh,
0: thank you, uh, Jeremiah. Wow, I'm really uh, really enjo- enjoying this. When's the pizza When's the pizza talk? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This brings us to our next segment, Pizza Party. Wow.
1: <laughs> pizza, pizza, pizza pizza, time for the pizza party.
0: See, you hear the crunch? You hear the texture, and that wow. is good and fresh yum 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 todd's digesting right now and the the just the look on his face is pure ecstasy can i tell you something he's floating he's levitating <laughs> right now i don't todd todd come down he's all, he's he's all the way up on the ceiling jeremiah T-
2: todd oh my god jeremiah todd help
0: get
2: me down okay
0: guys i, oh I don't my w- god
2: jeremiah i'm hot jeremiah
0: todd Okay, he's floating all around the studio. Let me, here, le, let me throw some rope your way. Oh, I, oh my god, that wasn't even close. Okay, let me try again. That was further. Okay, sorry, I've never tried to get somebody down who's levitating from eating pizza. Okay, one, two,
1: three.
2: Seriously? That is really good I'm not a guy who's, You know some people go Some people won't argue About social issues at all I will But they'll argue about pizza And there's where I go It's okay if we like Different pizza I'm not gonna get in an argument oh, That pizza sucks That pizza's so good But for me This pizza It's great It's fantastic It's perfect It's it's really like It sounds like I'm bullshitting But the the, cr- the crust is perfectly You know cr- It has that crunch to it But it's not too much Right Everything's perfect and it's uh wow, now I do want to eat the whole slice. But I won't eat into the mic.
0: Yeah, perfect. I'll eat it later. Okay. This is really good. Who
2: this is Joe's This is from
0: Joe's Pizza in West Hollywood.
2: Wow. Yeah. It's really good. It's great. I'm gonna have one more bite. I'm you know, sorry.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll actually tell a pizza story while while you're chewing on that. Oh, I love that. I uh, I have a, a great I have a couple great pizza memories with you, actually. Uh one of the first times that I did Moon Tower in Austin, we everybody had just done shows. Uh, there's no food that's like that's like close that's open. We didn't want to leave the hotel hangout area. We're all hanging on the hotel lobby, and you ordered like eight large pizzas and fed all the comics, and it was just the coolest surprise. And and it was the first time that I ate. I think this is I think this is your flavor that you always get, is sausage black olive and pineapple is that correct exactly yeah i told you it impacted me it was like it was such a fun like happy moment for like all the comics because like everybody was kind of hungry but we we're all having fun hanging out so we, yeah. we knew that if we left then then the hang would kind of disperse right, right. and we're like no we got to keep it here and, and you made the call you're like you're like, if somebody calls, I'll order as many pizzas as you guys want. Oh, that was
2: want. my thing. I'll pay, but I don't like ordering pizza. Right. It stresses me out. Yeah. And, uh, it's you know, a lot of pressure. Do you remember who complained? Who? Todd Berry. Oh. He was eating the pizza. <laughs> 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 who I? It's okay. <laughs> Only Todd Berry could do that. night. And, and I'm like, Todd, you're really not going to complain about the pizza, are you? He goes, I guess I am. <laughs> but, you know, like, someone buys you pizza, you can't go, yeah, I'm a big fan. This I, is okay. I
0: think, you know what's interesting? I think we have our first caller on the show. I think Todd Barry is actually calling in to the program right now. Hey, uh, Todd, Barry, uh, thanks so much for calling in to Jeremiah Wonders. Uh, did you want to ask Todd a question or? Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, Todd. I
2: can't do it. No, no, no. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like sounds like Henry Phillips. Um, Todd, Henry Phillips is here. He wants to talk to you. Hey, Todd. It's Henry Phillips.
0: Oh, Henry. Yeah, how are hey, you doing? Hey, uh, I really enjoy uh, uh, your movie, uh, Punching the Clown.
2: Yeah, you know the thing is, and I liked it, but I, you know, I I should probably say thank you before I. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I had a qu- <laughs> Sometimes I get stuck in a line yeah. read.
0: Wow, I didn't know that Todd Barry and uh, Henry Phillips were roommates. That's crazy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we um we live off of uh, browser, Bronson
0: Bronson and uh, Willoughby, right?
2: Yeah, we share a mansion. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you're doing bad. No, no, we really do. My impersonations are really not that good. <laughs> <laughs> thank God for that phone effect. <laughs> oh, thank! Wow! Wow! Todd, you're killing. Can someone play a song on that if they were really good that you would understand, like, you know, like Sweet Caroline? <laughs> mm, do you want to try to do it? Well, I can't do it. Uh, let's Any try song try it. you know, pick the song you know the best, because that would be... Oh, that's, Look at you're actually a... looking at the keys, like, to figure it out. Like, that's crazy to me. Uh, oh, it's not much Happy range birthday. on this. Try Happy Birthday. How about "Jingle Bells"? Is that easier? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle mm. all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh! Hey, jingle bells! I, it... <laughs> I can only do it because I'm singing the melody. Now, I get it. Now I'm not stupid. About, about the happy birthday. <laughs>
0: Rockabye Baby? Yeah, that's okay. I recognize that. All right, you fact, recognize I, said,
2: it. I was going to say that sounds more like, and I couldn't think of the song, but that was the song. Yeah. Because you were playing that. Um, You told me you were going to try I guess that's my go to on Xylophone is yeah. uh, Rockabye Baby. That's called a Xylophone? Mm hmm. That's a that's like a di- has all these different colors on it. Mm-hmm. Are there professional xylophone players? I think that there probably are. I wonder if there's got to be a band that we know of that uses one.
0: Oh, I th- I think uh, we're getting uh, a call right now. Uh, hello, caller, who's this? Todd uh,
2: so was asking
0: if there are professional xylophone players. Uh, hello, my name is. I- Xavier Rogers.
2: So you play the xylophone. Am I saying it right?
0: It's xylophone. Some countries call it a xylophone, but American is xylophone.
2: Xylophone. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, well, there's another word that I... Uh, but um, how long have you played? Oh,
0: since uh, I was in the womb.
2: Oh, you played for... You know, do you play in a band or do you play like just for the... What, I, I'm just trying to get a grip on like...
0: Oh, no, I'm a solo artist. I tour... Oh exclusively alone. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Xavier Rogers.
2: Xavier Rogers, so could we find some of your stuff on YouTube? Oh, of course. Maybe maybe we could leave a pause in here and then maybe Jeremiah, can you like can you mm-hmm. maybe like put like you know a little sample of his work in oh, post? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that would be so here cool. Here it is. I didn't think you could do all that. Like I recognize that song, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. uh, is he still on the line? Hello? I'm still here. Oh. Now, you do uh, you tour around like what is if you don't mind if I ask, do you, you tour and like do you do like what type of venues do oh, you Oh,
0: like? I do the Denver circuit.
2: <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Um so you're just but you've been doing it a long also time. Also
1: Little Rock, Arkansas.
2: Oh, wow. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, and, and what are and uh, people come to your show? What like what what type of venue would it be? Like a venue that um... lots of libraries. Oh, and they and they haunted invi-
0: houses. Oh. <laughs> um, also a lot of uh, county fair openings.
2: Oh, okay. So they invite you to play. They
0: invite me. You know, whenever uh, they're about to cut the the ribbon at state fairs, you
2: they do. Like, what would you, can you can you show? I don't know if we'll hear. Do you have one at your house?
0: Oh. Of course, sorry, sorry, of sorry. House. I didn't mean I've to. I've got one in every room of the the the, the hostel that I live <laughs> in.
2: Wow. Um. Okay. Could you could you could you play something?
0: Oh, of course.
2: Wow. See, there's a difference. There's a difference. Wow. Yeah, you hear the
0: precision? The
2: precision. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like a
0: right. Mach 3 Razor.
2: Right. Yeah. I want to be the guy who just to, You know those. Guys. Yeah. Oh, oh totally. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, no, I are the it. best xylophone wow. player. Xavier. Can you just hit one key over and over and over and over again?
0: Oh, we just lost Xavier. I don't know what happened. Xavier? Is he dead?
1: He's back! Yay! <laughs> so silly. I feel like
0: this is the weirdest children's show.
2: I know. Oh, the type of children's show where the parents find out and they go, maybe we can. Maybe
0: not watch that on Saturday mornings. Yeah, maybe
2: there's something It else. got a
0: little dark. They tried to kill that Xavier character. Oh. Wow. oh wow. Whew. How you feeling?
2: Itching my ears. Mm. Wow. Keep thinking. I wish I had a funny idea. What if I put my name upside down, like the, uh, like the um, standard sign, like on my posters? I don't know. Just I don't know why I went back to that. You could.
0: You you could be, or you could do a backwards T, and it still be the T. Wow. Then then you, it's it's invert, but then people can still 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 see see it and read read it.
2: One time I watched some show. and it, it was like a daytime, you know, one of those talk shows where there and there were twins on it. it. Could have been like Maury Polvidge, but they were the topic was twins. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, it was like twenty years ago. But me and my friends still remember it. And the two, the two girls, they were they they go sometimes and they tried to talk together. But they were just doing what we could do right now, like like you know, what do you guys do during the day? Well, most, most of the, of the time, time we, we go to, to the mall. mall. Oh, oh my, my god. god! We, we finished, finished each other's sentences! sentences. What? what? <laughs> They were pretty close to that. Yeah. We're sitting there going, shut the, f- shut, in case kids are listening. Yeah. Shut the front door. Well,
0: I think we have a couple twins that are calling in right now. Oh. Yeah. I think that they wanted to uh, talk about uh, their favorite pizza.
2: Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh,
0: hello? Uh, are are the uh, pepperoni twins
2: on the on the Hey. <laughs> hey. Wow, you guys are like those twins yeah. from the TV show. Yeah, exactly. Now, that's weird. Now, you guys aren't reading a script? No. no. Absolutely, Absolutely not. Mm. That is, I will admit, and, and Jeremiah, you could probably, that is a little crazy. Yeah,
0: it's weird that they are able to talk at the exact same time without a teleprompter or anything.
2: I think that's what the, the maybe they're talking about with twins, that there is some... Uh, like connection. connection. Oh, wait! Oh my oh God! No, wait! 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 Are wait, you, you
1: and I now, now? Twins? twins? Oh, oh my, my God! God. Ah! Are you still, still there? there?
4: Oh, oh yes. sorry. We got we
2: just. Got a, a little, little excited. excited this, this is, is really, really getting, getting crazy. crazy. <laughs> you know, it's funny you go sentences, but you say sandwiches. You know, those <laughs> yeah. right? no, we finish, finish each, each other's. other's- Sand sen- sentence you say sandwiches <laughs> I'll <say> see <send. laughs> okay no it is crazy because sometimes we'll finish each, each other's sentence sin- sen- 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 <laughs> and we'll be back
4: when you're depressed where do you want to go? nowhere who do you feel like seeing no one Depression hurts in so many ways sadness, Loss of interest, anxiety. Cymbalta can help. Cymbalta is a prescription medication that treats many symptoms of depression. Tell your doctor right away if your depression worsens, you have unusual changes in behavior or thoughts of suicide. Antidepressants can increase these in children, teens, and young adults. Cymbalta is not approved for children under 18. People taking MAOIs or thyridazine or with uncontrolled glaucoma should not take Cymbalta. Taking it with NSAID pain relievers, aspirin, or blood thinners may increase bleeding risk. Severe liver problems, some fatal, were reported. Signs include abdominal pain and yellowing of the skin or eyes. Talk with your doctor about your medicines, including those for migraine, or if you have high fever, confusion, and stiff muscles to address a possible life-threatening condition. Tell your doctor about alcohol use, liver disease, and before you reduce or stop taking Cymbalta. Dizziness or fainting may occur upon standing. Side effects include nausea, dry mouth, and constipation. Ask your doctor about Cymbalta. Depression hurts. Cymbalta can help.
2: What's the name of your show? Jeremiah Wonders. Jeremiah Wonders. Yeah. Wow. You do it once a week? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And you always have the pizza? Yeah. It's
0: a new segment. This is the third time doing it.
2: I love it. I'm taking it home. Good. I could eat so much. It's so good. You know what I like about it? It's. Mm. it's I, I don't like... I, I like pizza... Look, you know when people say, I'll eat a pizza if it's thick. I. You know, if it's... I'm going to eat pizza if I'm starving. Right. But I prefer this... Yeah, maybe because thing... I can eat more. I don't want lasagna pizza, you know what I mean. I want it to be like thin. I like it like this. So
0: you're, yeah, you're more of a New York guy,
2: right? Right. But again, I'm not going to argue with somebody that likes. Uh, you know, I like Chicago pizza. Oh, what are you crazy? Chicago pizza. Most people know what they're used to, so that's mm-hmm. why you'll hear people say the only place you can get a good burrito is Southampton, Tennessee. All right. Is that where you grew up? No, yes. but that
0: sound the that guy who you were just talking to, he sounds like a burrito expert. Like his, his accent, like where he's probably from. He sounds like he's had a lot of burritos. The only place <laughs> listen. The only
2: place. The only, only, the only you're not gonna argue with me, are you? No, I'm not gonna argue with you. The only place you get a good burrito. Okay the good kind yeah 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 fresh the thick thick big big juicy i like a big juicy i, I gotta, like a, uh, like it's just, just uh, delicious uh, with, with the, and you got to have red pepper cheese in there oh totally oh, i love oh, it also some cream cheese thank you yeah right right Cream cheese with the super authentic. Thank you. The way it was meant to be. And can I yeah. tell you something serious about a, a burrito? Uh. You know what twice grill means? It's when uh. you wrap it, you roll it. Mm-hmm. Usually they put the the tortilla on the grill yeah. and they get it cooked a little. Then they take it off the grill and they take it over not the grill but the you know wherever they they lay it down on what's that called the flat the the surface where it cooks you yeah know? and then they'll they'll get it and then they'll pull it over to where they make it and they'll roll it after it's rolled. There's either sometimes a press they put it in, oh. or they can put it back on the grill. And to me, it's a game changer because it binds the burrito. I don't want a burrito falling apart as I eat it. You yeah. know what someone says? No, no, you can eat it. Yeah, if you're real careful. And the meat is spilling out. It's spilling and out, and you get one bite. I want to be able to eat it with the. And I, I love when they twice grill it because so it you like, you like the
0: grilled it. stuffed burritos at Taco Bell then. That's how they do it.
2: When it comes to, you know, not the... Yeah, you know, if you're eating what I call junk no, food. No, no, listen, okay? The authentic that I like is Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Hey, by the way, one night we wanted Taco Bell tacos. And I think this could be a big ad campaign. Maybe you'd have to change the verbiage, but I'm being totally honest. You have to change the verbiage a little. But before I say what it is, like, you know, remember Domino's did that thing, we know our pizza's not good? Yeah, That was dangerous. It was. I, I You it's know what dicey. I mean? Somewhere in-house had to go... The story could have been whatever happened to Domino's. Like, picture someone today goes, "Remember Domino's that yeah, big chain, that campaign that they did." They yeah. that and someone that knows about business goes, "Well, remember that campaign they did?" And I think it was two thousand twelve. You just you just fix your food. You don't admit that people are hating it, and they did. And when they, they went out of no, so maybe this could be the same type of thing. So we all wanted like Taco Bell tacos, right? <laughs> Now, again, we said it a certain way. You could change the verbiage a little, but this was the sentiment of it. And Somebody goes, oh, no, you got to go to this place in Melrose. They make their own things, and they go, I'm just in the mood for a Taco Bell taco. I think someone said, I'm just in the mood for shitty Taco Bell tacos. And everybody was. Everybody, we didn't want a gourmet taco. We don't, you know, maybe another time. We just no. wanted a little crap, so, you know. There's a little something. So What?
0: A little something. A little something. A little something. something. something, something. Mm-hmm. Oh. Can you talk without your mouth open? I think one of the people from... Todd Glashow is calling in right now. Uh, she's a very upset customer service lady.
2: Hello? Issues me? Hi, what's, hi.
0: Hi, I've, I've got, a, got some issues with um you talking about uh, Taco Bell disparagingly.
2: Oh, well, I don't think we were really talking about it disparagingly. I mean, there was an essence in what we were saying, but we're saying we crave it. Just a good old Taco Bell taco yeah okay well why is um, that bad what who, who, i'm sorry what is your name uh um
0: uh Li- linda
2: linda okay mm. linda uh and you what you you do what a taco bell
0: sorry it's, it's pronounced sorry. um um linda
2: oh okay
0: I, I said i was saying the full name oh that. can you say that back to me well linda the way no I, no, no you're saying my name wrong okay it's a Mm.
2: Linda. Uh,
0: uh, well, okay, okay. Mm. Say my name. No, back no,
2: I will, I will. Mm, uh. Mm, uh. Linda.
0: Okay, you got
2: it. Okay, so mm Uh mm, Linda. Wh- what is your last name? I hope it's not. Enough. Well, uh, it's um. You can't think of your own name. Greenberg. Your last... Oh, Greenberg. No, no,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> it's pronounced well. Um. It's um. Greenberg.
2: Okay. Can you say it again?
0: Well, um, it's, um, Greenberg. Okay.
2: Well, um, it's, um, Greenberg. I mean, you know, put okay. a little
0: more pizzazz on it, but that's oh,
2: great. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> it's, um, Try to really. well, um, it's, um, Greenberg? You got it. Well, okay. um, it's, um, Greenberg.
0: Yeah, so let's get to do this Taco Bell fiasco. Okay,
2: huh? so, um, mm, uh, Mm, Linda. Mm-hmm. Well, um um
0: Greenberg. Well, um it's um Greenberg, but
2: that's Well I'm um, it's some um, Greenberg. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh linda well I'm at some green bird yes you got it okay wow now we can discuss okay so linda what i was tra- okay I mean, okay i'm yeah, sorry, no, I'm, no, sorry. I'm sorry i'm sorry that for
0: sure. that's fine that's fine just call me linda
2: for sure. no 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 your name i don't want to call me no yeah, ca- no someone okay. can call me- all my aunts call me Say. that's fine well no 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 if it's your name i want to call your name uh linda okay thank you okay so what is your position over there
1: oh i'm ceo
2: Wow um, So what is it that we said I, I, I'm i not trying to be flippant or anything
1: Okay well what you said was
0: Sometimes you're in the mood for you, And you made a face That I heard through the phone
2: Oh okay <laughs> Save yourself <laughs>
0: <laughs> You know this show is being Skyped right now Oh okay okay Yeah 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 So what did I, I, I
2: think there's the, the S word You, you,
0: you kind of Sometimes said, you're
2: just craving a, uh, a sh- kinda, Yeah You, yeah, you yeah. said the,
0: the S what word What could be
2: something this? else I could say Just sometimes you're just craving a a crappy Taco uh, uh, Bell taco.
0: Sometimes you're craving a pile of shit taco. Can you just say it properly?
2: Oh, yeah. Sometimes you're just craving a... <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Just...
0: That's better.
2: Sometimes you just save it. What could be an ad, seriously? Like, if you were gonna, if you worked in an ad firm and you mm-hmm. go, there's something about this. Because it's the Domino's thing. It's emitting. We know they're Taco Bell, but you're craving it. Right. I don't want a fancy taco from up the street. I just want to... A... Taco Bell taco. Right. Maybe that's what you. Do. Maybe,
0: maybe the ads. I just want a
2: simple old Taco Bell taco. I don't want a fancy taco with this and that. I just want a good old fashioned, regular old Joe Taco we, Bell we, taco.
0: We, yeah, we should try to come up with some ads. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, Linda, would you be okay with us uh, running we... some uh, ads by you?
2: Yeah, sure, that'd be fine. Yeah, you. Say, and, and by the way, how come when he says your name wrong, you do oh, Did you say mm, uh, uh-huh. mm, Linda? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so we're okay, just so, two guys So two guys, we're we're going into uh, a, no, we're, a pitch room Well, how about we're at our house Okay, we're that's just the brainstorming scene. No, we're talking about Oh, I was gonna just play it out Like, it's like So, okay, I get what you're saying So we're, so we're brainstorming it So how about like these guys They're all sitting around someone's house right. Oh, we're in the pitch meeting We're in the pitch meeting Oh, there, okay, there's like a so Linda's board, gonna act equations. like uh, She's gonna just A CEO like I actually Not is. Linda Mm, uh, mm, Linda Yes, thank you And what's your last name again? It's, um
0: well, uh, well, um, it's um Greenberg.
2: Well, um, it's um Greenberg. Mm-hmm. Wow, is that what's the origin behind it? Oh, that? finish. Excuse me. Uh,
0: fin- uh,
2: excuse me. What did you say? Oh, okay, cool. Finish. Is that yeah? Finnish. I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, okay, so there were two guys, and we're basically sitting around the house, mm-hmm. and there's like no, there's like six people. Okay, there's six people. Okay, and two of us, me yeah. and you, we're just we're craving tacos, right? And then is it a girl or a guy? She's the one that she's like. Oh you have to go to my place Who do you picture She's like She knows a place on Wherever I
0: I think I think it's a girl Who's a a Kind of a foodie Kind of A little bit Stuck up I thought that too A little bit Like
2: a little bit Like over The minute she opens up her mouth There's judgment in her eyes And her lips Like if you
0: mentioned Chipotle earlier She'd be like Uh Yeah you know that's
2: owned by McDonald's Yeah So You really want to put that
0: Poison
2: in your body Well You know what You know you breathe the air and you're doing pretty good. So um, so they go, she goes, oh, I know this place up the street. It's, you know, you, can't, you know what I'm saying? I'm actually trying to do this, like if I was pitching it. Yeah. So you got to dance around. You can't go, there's a place up the street. It's all fresh ingredients. And you yeah, can't yeah. have the other two guys go, we don't want fresh ingredients. We want Taco Bell. <laughs> That's really what happened tonight. <laughs> that, night. That, yeah, That's yeah. what it was. We don't want fresh ingredients. We don't ingredients. want fresh ingredients. We're just we want- craving a Taco Bell taco. Yeah. That's what we're craving. But you could say, you know, you're just we're just... Ah, forget it. Let them... They're doing fine. They don't need us. Okay. All right. Mm, uh, mm, Linda, Walla Walla, Walla uh, Walla, Bing Bang, Tutti wella fruity. Well Mitsum Greenberg. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to make light of your name.
0: No, it's fine. I guess I will see myself out.
2: Oh, I thought you were on the phone. I am. Jeremiah. I'm going to
0: leave my house because oh, I'm so upset. You're obsessed. so... <laughs> I'm gonna walk out of my house, just because, to make a point. Just to make a point, and while you know what?
2: Oh, she really! Oh my God, she really! Is.
0: I'm outside now, and guess what? This conversation is. Excuse me. Over. Oh, excuse, me?
2: excuse me. Can I take the excuse me thing? I started doing that when I was in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> me and my friend had a running bit that there was a, you know, like how a, a, an, an in an in house maintenance guy. Yeah. But he also against anybody asking him to do it, is security. And he says, excuse me? And he, what he wants is you to show respect. So my friend my friend Chip Chantry, he would go, I'd be like, excuse me? And he would go, yeah, well, you're very loud in the hallway. And he would go, he would just write it off. He would go, well, sir, excuse me? And he would go to talk again. i go, excuse me? And then he would go to talk again. All he wanted is the, cust- you know, let me call security on my, and he does have a radio, excuse me? And he would just say it and say it to the person who showed him respect. Thank you. I thank you. Excuse me. Excuse me. Try to argue yeah. with this guy. Yeah, yeah, You're in the hallway. He wants you to. You cannot make noise in the hallway like this. Oh, uh, Excuse me. Excuse me. Y- yeah. You cannot make noise in the hallway. Okay, I wasn't meaning to. Assuse, I was just to... Excuse me. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm listening Assu- to you. Uh, uh, excuse me. Yeah. What? O- oh, oh. Excuse me! No, what? No, excuse. Excuse me. I, I'm your. I'm being excused. Yes. What do you want? Excuse me. I'm trying. Thank you. Do you live? Do you stay in this hotel? Yeah. Well, I'm a wards r- member. I, 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 I me. stay on the top suite floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh. the great thing about ending a bit whenever you want. That's why I don't think I could be in a sketch troupe. Because like now we do a bit and if i don't know where to take it we can just stop. Well that's it. the best thing about it is it's oh, over. Oh it's beautiful. Oh. But in a sketch trip you have to go oh what, what rhymes with monkey 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 fuck.
0: You, you know what was the be- the best thing about like whenever i did like a ton of improv uh with different teams is like if the scene was getting brutal you could do like that that sweep at it where you just run in front of <laughs> your friends like and it basically wipes the slate clean and sometimes you just be like needing to bail a friend out and just like run out in front of him and be like guys this needs to uh, move on but sometimes I would be in the scene and I would do my own sweep at it
2: because (laughs) (laughs) I'm like guys this is this
0: is beyond repair we just need to get out of this
2: yeah, I get I get nervous. I get nervous watching, like you know, when you watch sketch, like you know, the best of the best do it. Like it's probably like just so like watching a great stand up. You know, yeah. you're not nervous because they're you know they're 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 not. But when I watch new sketch, sometimes not in a mean way, but in a like I get nervous for them because I know I'm nervous. So I you know I mean I'd be nervous if I had to do sketch. I've done it a few times. It's not. It's too hard. I can't. I'm just. I. Just, no, it's too you're much. great thank you
0: this brings us to our
2: next segment wow I love segments it makes it fun right people at home have something to look forward to fanning out fanning out questions from fans really I yeah. like it yeah
0: in this segment I reached out to the Twitterverse and Instagram universe mm-hmm. And said if they could ask you any question, what would they be? So oh. I picked a handful, and there was it. a ton of ton of questions that got asked. Um,
2: was that the segment music? Yeah, I think so. It's time to fan out. out.
0: <laughs> That's great. Um, this is an uh, interesting one. At Mister Zach Stout on Twitter, what was your high school experience like?
2: Wow, um, you know, my parent we moved a lot because this is the setup to what my high school experience it was like. We moved a lot from like first grade, and then we, and then if we didn't move, my parents would put me into a special school because I wasn't doing very well in school, and they didn't know a lot about dyslexia then. They started to, so it was like, you know, do we put him in a special school? Do we put him in a, re- a regular school? But he has to go into a resource room twice, you know, twice a day for reading and math, and. um So we moved like a lot. And if we didn't move, like I said, I was so it was every year was a different school, almost up till ninth grade, Mm. ninth grade. And then all the way through the rest of high school, we stayed in the same house. And by the time I was in high school, I did make some friends. I found stand up comedy in my first year of high school, first year of high school. And then I would bring, like, a lot of people down to the comedy club. Because we, like, some of us had our driver's license, some of us didn't. But at the comedy works in Philadelphia, not not the Denver comedy works. The comedy works in Philadelphia, you, you, they, you didn't need to be 21 to get in, you know? Because I guess they had a restaurant license. I think that's what it comes down to. So then I became sort of, I started enjoying high school. I didn't do well. I wasn't learning. On gym alone, I knew I wasn't going to graduate in 11th grade. Because I hated gym. I hated it. I, I wasn't coordinated. My gym teacher was super nice to me, Mr. Kieser. and he even asked me one day. He goes, "Is it what, what, what's why, why don't you want gym?" Well he was super nice. I go, I I just don't. He goes, "Is it getting changed? Did it bothers you? Like thinking about it?" He was like being a super nice guy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. But it was partly that. But also not only that. It was just just out in the. Just catching a ball by that time you know kids get competitive early Ve- even oh, friendly so competitive early. and then past friendly competitive so by ninth tenth grade like I just couldn't do it and I just decided not to go to gym anymore and I also knew I wasn't learning I wasn't taking anything in and I do talk about this in my act a little I was thinking like you're like everyone else Todd you just have to no one wants to listen I wasn't looking to title myself something, and I think it's this This is the case with a lot of people that whether they have depression or whether they have dyslexia, and some people that don't get it, they go, oh, everyone's looking. I was not looking. It was the exact opposite. All I thought was you're like every other person. It's hard to pay attention. They just grip down a little bit and pay attention. That's all. That's you. You have to, uh, but I wasn't taking, it's hard to pay attention when it's not grasping you, when nothing's getting in, when nothing's penetrating in, it's hard to keep your attention. So I remember thinking, like, I'm probably not going to graduate. But I can't believe I thought this. And I remember thinking this. Just go, listen, and some stuff will get in. Mm-hmm. And I thought about something which is a testament to teachers, especially my high school teachers. Look, I know you want more than this. I know you want kids to get good grades, whatever they want to do. But even if you just listen and you get, I pretty much got, I, you know, I didn't graduate high school. And I, if I got grades, and then I stopped going to almost all classes in 12th grade. I just went to every lunch period. I was on like a half day where I worked, but I didn't really work. I went to my dad's store. But what, did, he,
0: what did you major in college? Uh, I majored in the gist. I got, I got the, I got the gist. I got the gist. <laughs> got the gist. <laughs> a master's got, in the gist. Yeah, I got
2: the gist of things, and I have a degree <laughs> right up on that wall. Wow, it says bachelor's of uh, the, gist the gist right there. Even if you, even if you get Fs or Ds, but you listen, yeah. you learn a lot. Like, when I go back, when I think of all my teachers who might have thought, oh, I wanted to help him so much more, sometimes I'll think, it's amazing how much teachers teach you even when you fail. Yeah. Because I can, you know, I read, I can do math, I can, you know, there's a lot of, I drive a car, holy shit, you know? So uh,
0: You were telling me about this uh, this thing that you have, um, uh, this wireless phone that you had before the show. Oh, have you ever seen these? I've never seen one of those before.
2: So I actually liked high school is the short answer. Okay. <laughs> <So it's laughs> I a had good fun time. in high school. I had cool teachers, I made them laugh. So I don't know if you've ever seen this or not, I don't even, this, uh, you have a, what do you have, a phone that's like. You have to, like, it's... You, you uh,
0: got to plug it into a jack in a wall. Um, oh, like
2: one in the living room, one... Well, this and, is, and
0: I also have to put quarters in it to uh, to make it, oh, to make calls. this
2: is crazy, and I am loving this. It's just, there's no wire. It's They call it a cell phone.
0: Okay. And
2: I can carry it in the car. I can, I'm. it's right here. What? No, 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 I'm serious. What? No, you're really overreacting. <laughs> what? No, 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 look at it. Like, look at this. And then I could do this thing where I don't know how to explain it, but you don't have to. I know there's a name for it, but I forget what it is. I can just like, like, like on a typewriter. I, you know how you can type stuff on a typewriter? <laughs> well, yeah, we I can we type all have it type in writers. here, and okay. then I could, it's like a typewriter. Why Witch? are you? Oh, Witch! Oh, no, Burn no, no no, 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 no. Witch! No, stop. Burn him stop. at the stake! Overreact. Burn stop. him! Stop, 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 And uh, do you want to hold it? Do you want to, you want to? I Why are you so hesitant? don't know if I should
0: touch Just, something directly from the devil.
2: No, no. Stop, stop, stop. I think you'll like it. Just don't drop it, whatever you do. Isn't that crazy? The power. I know. Wow, your hands are glowing. <laughs> My whole body's
0: glowing, huh?
2: What have you done to me, it's witch? Called a, it's called a cell phone. Witch. <laughs> you witch. You witch. 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 Witch.
0: Witch. Can you believe that they used to like burn people at the stake for like random things?
2: Well, we're still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I know. You know the problem is, is uh, yeah. uh, I just did it last
2: weekend. Yeah. I always say that when people say something that was like, you know, like you can you can you can you can kill somebody by literally killing them, or you can kill them by making them feel so shitty that they eventually will take their own lives. Mm. And society, some well minded people seem to be okay with that. Well, I would never kill anybody, but Whatever. I tell them they're not worthy. I lower their self-esteem. Yeah. It takes a lot longer. Hey. If you're going to kill someone, you got you know, you to kill them. you, you got to push them gun, in front of a bus. Gotta, you got to get a gun. you got to put up the paint yeah. stuff. So but if, the you, blood if you wrongly uh, tell them that they're not worthy and then their self-esteem will drop, sometimes it takes 10 years. Sometimes they survive through it. Most of the time they do. Overwhelmingly, when you tell them they're not worthy, overwhelmingly they make it through it. But once in a while, if you keep just telling them they're not worthy, telling them they're not worthy, telling them they're not Sometimes it comes from the family. Eventually, maybe, they eventually take their own life. But that's not as crazy as literally killing them. I mean, I'm not a monster. I love saying that because it's like, I hope that someone's going, is that what I'm doing to somebody? Anyway. Yeah, anybody who's... (laughs) <laughs> who says?
0: I, I mean, I'm not a monster. Yeah. I'm Usually
2: not. a monster. Yeah. Uh, no you know I don't like monsters? Hmm. Because Why why do you why why do you not like monsters? Because how long could you take to answer me that question? Just just having it on like that. Well
1: um, I see I uh, t- t- I just uh, okay. I mean the why would why, I think I, I know why would
0: you why would you not like monsters?
2: Well because a murderer you can stop with locks and a, you know lock your door. Right. So if you're scared at night and you're spooked out a little, yeah, you can lock your door, you can shut your, you know, sh- put, you know, shut your shades around the house or your whatever, your blinds. But a monster, and even if they're not real, and I know monsters aren't real, it doesn't matter. They walk through walls. So I'd rather be scared of a murderer, a real person. Well, if you're scared of monsters, You're 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 effed. You're fucked because monsters will they walk through the wall. (laughs) I through the wall. They just come right through the wall, like right through the wall. And in a lake, I won't go in a lake. You know why? Because monsters they could pull your leg underneath. If you're in the lake and you can't like swimming, everyone swims in the lake. All I picture is there's somebody in the bottom of the lake, and they reach up and they grab my foot and they start pulling me down. I'm like, fuck! And I don't, that's why I don't, that's really why I don't go in, in, in water. I don't like dirty water. water, you can't see everything in it.
1: Yes? But one
2: Wait a second. On of course I remember that. I flipped the switch. Wait, you're a monster, but you flip switches? I'm an
1: electricity monster. <laughs>
2: That's right.
1: You know, when sometimes you think you turn off the television, but you'll come home, and it's still on.
2: Yes, I always think that I forget to... Wait, are you really a monster? I'm the electricity monster. I'm... <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Can I ask you a question? But, but of course, why pass. oh you know my name. Of
3: course i with
2: you for years. You know everybody's name? Of course, so why are you so I know of them. Should should I be scared of you? But of course. I was hoping pass. you were like, no, I'm not really. What are you angry about? Uh, people telling me I'm worthless over the years. I don't think you're worthless. Matter of fact, I love your voice. It's got some girth to it, and it's 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 it's. I I think I think I mean I'm scared of you because you seem to be a little aggressive. But I think I I hear a sweetness about you. Do you really like my girthy voice? <laughs> well, now that sounds a little bit like there's a. a, no, a, 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 a I don't I. Oh. <laughs> Well, I i mean I i hear a kindness. I think you're I think deep down you're you're just you just wanna you know, yes, it sounds a little here. like five and dime therapy, but you just you hear a in my voice, I do. Let's I do go back to that girly thing. Oh. <laughs> Well there's a there's a there's a there's a of vibra- what's the word? A of a a, a, vibra- <laughs> a vibrato <laughs> No, now hold on. Now, in all fairness, I think you're trying to take this somewhere. Maybe it's love you're I looking for.
1: The monster. Yeah. It's a sex monster.
2: Wow. You're gonna love the last segment of the show. Oh, I've of wow. What is your name? I don't the electricity monster. Oh, okay. You don't have a. I know. I didn't know if that was like your. How do you say like you have like a like he, a. You could also call elijah elijah skinner <laughs> she asked me to give her a plug on the show today i said how am i gonna do that she was just work it in the appropriate time will come and i thought that so was you it. worked it in as hers the monster i worked it in as hers the monster <laughs> the name is oh yes. how old are you wow. so mm. one time uh when i was 16 my friend adam gordon <laughs> oh <laughs> my tell okay this is a true story he came over the house and about like we were an hour away me him my friend dale and um i don't know why i want to think of the other girl's name maria cuthbert no maria maria trainer maria, maria trainer what is she's how did you know that so this honestly, so when we're about an hour away from my parents were out of town, and after you know we all worked at the mall, we all went over to my house, and they all stayed over because I didn't want to sleep over. I didn't want to stay home by myself. I didn't like when my parents were away staying home by myself. Our house was like down a down like this stone driveway in the back of the woods, and where you parked your car, and then you had to walk like you know like sixty feet to the door in the kitchen, you know. So I would always try to get people to sleep over. And we're about an hour away from going to bed. And um, my friend Adam Gordon goes, I'm not Adam anymore. I'm Frankie. So, of course, we laughed. And then literally an hour later, he wouldn't stop it. We're like, Adam, you know, just stop, please. He goes, I'm not Adam. I'm Frankie. Which I'm still friends with Adam Gordon and my friend Dale. He still remembers this. And then woke up in the morning. And he comes down we're all hanging out in the living room got up before him he comes into the hallway down the hallway in the living room he goes "It's Frankie we're like please and then he stopped
0: Would <laughs> know it be even scarier is it, he still it, did it? it is if he was still still doing it or you you're, you're like you do the impression of that to him whenever he wakes up and he's like what are you talking about what
2: are you talking about? Like you don't remember last night. You just d- you kept saying that
0: thing over and over?
2: No, Todd, no. I don't remember that. I hated staying there by myself. I used to put string around the gate to the kitchen, like the outdoor fence gate. So in case somebody opened it, I wanted to know. Yes. <laughs> but I right through it. Todd. I know, because you're a monster. I have to get back to go in to sleep underneath beds. And oh. but thank you for the compliment. Thank you. bye
0: Wow. I think you started to make some progress with
2: him. I know. I feel like I did. But then can I tell you? Yeah. Like, honestly, I'm being honest. I thought he was... I thought he was a little forward a little, with little Thank you. A little, little sexually He kind of took some things out of order. Out of order. Like I said vibrato. He said vibrator. vibrator. And then I said your voice has girth. And he was making it like it was like... <laughs> girthy. Girthy. Oh, He's
0: fine. At least you didn't say you had a veiny voice, then it... Thank you. <laughs> all right. Speed round. We're gonna... Uh, I have so many questions, but I'll try to just ask a couple of these. It's all right. I'm fine. Um. So, uh, at the real Jeffrey Ross on Instagram, our buddy Jeff Ross, ask him about his heart episode at Largo.
2: Oh, such a long story. Um, about... Five years ago, I was on a show with Sarah Silverman, like Chelsea Peretti, Jeff Ross, and I smoked a little more pot than I normally did. Sure. So I thought that I was just having one... Like, I'm a one-hit pot smoker. Back then, I was. Now, I smoke a little bit more. But I was a one-hit pot smoker back then, which is a fun place to be. have one hit, you're high for five hours. And people go, how do you get that high? I go... Back then, I smoked not not as much as I do now. Now I smoke, you know, five six days a week at night. Still a nighttime pot smoker, but not that that has anything to do with the story. But the pot was going around, and I took a hit and took another hit. Probably had five six hit, and I thought I got too high, and I thought that's what it was. And then after the show, I went on last. Of course, I do, and um, <laughs> and then uh, because I'm, I'm the headline. Even Sarah Silverman knows, and um. Uh, and then I ran around during my set. And during my show, I couldn't... I remember just keep trying to... Even though it sounds like cliche, having a heart attack story, I couldn't catch my breath. But, but I thought I'd ran around. And then I sat on a stool for a little while. But I was fine. My energy was good. I did about 40 minutes and got off stage and just sort of, I guess you could say, collapsed, but with, self, with some self-control. You know what I mean? Like I knew I had to get down to the ground and the audience had already left by that time. I was out back trying to get some air. I came back in. Everyone thought I was fine. I kept telling them, I'm fine. And Jeff Ross was like, no. I remember hearing him in the distance going, we're calling an ambulance. And I remember thinking, oh, I, I was too nauseous. You know when you're hungover, have you ever been hungover nauseous from drinking? Or do you not you don't uh, oh, no uh-uh. but you you you've seen people, uh, yeah. you know about it sure. enough, you know, just from even seeing other people. I thought, you know, you just find a place of calm, like where you can breathe in and out, and then you're okay. But don't even ask me if I'm doing all right, because if I have to go, I'm okay, I'll have to I'll get nauseous again. Just I'm centered. And that's how I felt. And I remember hearing him say, We're no, we gotta call an ambulance. And I remember thinking, as soon as I feel okay, like in a minute, I'm gonna say, Jeff, don't call an ambulance. I'm fine and I'm glad I didn't, and he called the ambulance, they came, and uh, I didn't really want to get in the ambulance, and again, I do talk about this in my act sometimes, so I don't want you to think I'm pulling from my act, um, uh, I mean, I make it funnier in my act, I don't want you to think, uh, <laughs> but I'm giving the condensed version right now, and the ambulance guy goes, the, the paramedic goes, well, but if we just put you in the ambulance, we'll save you a trip to the emergency room, we'll t- check some of your vitals, and um they did. And then literally two minutes later, the guy looks at me and he goes, I don't want to alarm you, but right now you're having a heart attack. And I said, literally, I go, shut the fuck up. Meaning like, because I was so aware. Yeah. And, it, and there there were, no one knew I was having a heart attack, so there were some funny things like... Because no one knew I was having a heart attack, they was just laying there, and I was laying. Oh, I came back into the showroom after they all left, and I laid on a big carpet that's on the stage, and I felt like a little bit comfortable laying there. And Jeff Ross took off my shoes just to help me like a little bit, and then he goes, "Whew!" and he made it like it smelled, and he put my shoes back on. I may pretend <laughs> to, and I and I laughed a little, and then and then he goes, "Todd," because I'm just laying face down on the floor, and he goes, "Todd, should we let the audience leave?" Can you imagine this whole time? And you don't know. So I take my hand and I hit it on the floor. And Sarah goes, oh, he's giving you a mercy laugh. And the only thing I ever said was, no, I'm not. Because it was that funny. The absurdity. And then, anyway, we, we get to the hospital and one thing leads to the next. And we are going upstairs to where they're going to operate on me. And then I know there's, like, Sarah and Jeff and I think Chelsea's there. Oh, and and, uh, and Flanagan from from Largo. And I know I'm turning the corner. I remember thinking, I know I'm telling the story a little bit choppy. It's like when they're taking me into the, not, not the emergency ward, but into the OR, into the operating room. And I remember thinking, like, I, I was on enough medication where I was thinking, think of something funny. Like, this is, you know, this might never happen again, hopefully. And I turned the corner and I turned to Sarah and they said, you know, they all look great. They all look like I thought everything was gonna be fine because they were fine. Like Sarah looked fine, Jeff was making jokes, and everybody was just fine. Later they told me, No, 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 we didn't know if it's goodbye forever. You know? I was like, I had no idea. They put on great game faces. And I looked at Sarah, I went, Sarah, I didn't want to tell you this, but your boyfriend cheats on you. And she goes, Todd, if you live, this is gonna be very uncomfortable. And uh, and then I went off, came out, came out about three thirty in the morning and They were there still and was in the hospital bed. And I told the doctor when he came in at around 6 or 6.30, Dr. Dohad, um, I said, I feel like there's blood rushing through my body. And he goes, there is. He goes, your main artery was about 98%, almost 100% clogged. So now, you know. I ran that morning too for two hours. I run every day on the elliptical, every seven days a week, pretty much. Maybe I miss five days a year. Yeah. And I had run that morning, but I wasn't on my Lipitor. That I am on my Lipitor now, and that's just to help you keep your arteries yeah, unclot if yeah. you have. Now, I'm not on eighty milligrams like I was. Now I'm just on like ten milligrams just to, but nothing else. I'm really lucky. Nothing. I'm not on anything except ten milligrams of Lipitor uh, at night, and uh, you know, and I quit smoking. I quit smoking. So. But everything else, I did good already. Cigarettes, so. or I quit smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. uh, but I still smoke pot. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I try to use the vape, and about half the time I do. But uh, so that's it. So Jeff Ross saved my life. I used to say wow. Jeff Ross. So Jeff Ross sort of saved my life, and then I realized I think I can just go ahead and say he probably <laughs> he just, did he save did. my life. Yeah. He just did. That's quite the story. That's awesome. Wow, that's insane. What are you gonna do, right? And I feel great now. The reason I hate telling that story is pure vanity because I hate that I had a heart attack. It bothered me so much. I went all yeah. I had to do is take that stupid Lipitor and I wouldn't have had that happen. But
0: I know sometimes it's so hard to It's know. preventable. It's oh, not yeah. like What kind of precautions do you have to take? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um at Jake Adams 3. Have you bought your tickets to the Fuck Festival yet? <laughs> Jake?
2: <laughs> Jake Adams. Uh, Jake that's... Jake for people that don't know Jake's yeah. a stand up comedian, but he also did the music. There's always over the years we've had two or three different people and Jake did it probably the longest so far. Jake Adams did the music on my podcast and uh we, we just said we were gonna have a we made it up. We go there's a big the fucking Jake f- Adams. The fuck festival yeah, yeah, for yeah. charity.
1: For charity. for charity. And if yeah.
2: they had like
0: this great voiceover, you gotta listen to it. some of the older episodes, so funny. And you did Todd, you'd just play it at like yeah. random times anytime you'd mention Jake
2: Adams. the Jake Adams Fuck Festival. Yeah. You're gonna like the way you fuck
0: or something. <laughs> I'm trying not to curse. Oh no. <laughs> curse away. Um, let's see here. Uh this is a good one from at Robbie Goodwin. How do you strike a balance between riffing and off the cuff fun and written material?
2: On stage, I take it. I guess everybody has their own way. It's amazing how many comedians have different ways. I try to... You know, for me, I try to, like, say, I, it's easier to go off the beaten path for me if mm-hmm. I have a beaten path.
0: Oh, yeah. that's I like to have a loose game plan, and mm-hmm. then you can weave in and out of it as much as you want because you can always go back to those beats, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. No, so I try to... And, you know, it sounds weird, weird, but, like, I... You would think most comedians would do this, but I, I love when clubs have music stands. And sometimes I bought them and left them. Because you can take your notes, you raise yeah. it higher, they're Just tilted put it at you. you can the put audience it in, can't see it. Yeah, big black Sharpie so you don't have to lift up a piece of paper. And comedians, know they see that music stand that's sitting up there, they'll take advantage of it. They'll, so I put some notes out like that, you know, um, to... to uh, Two pieces of uh, yeah, you know like printing your paper, own personal
0: cue cards. Yeah, and
2: I just yeah. write it big black sharpie, big black letters, and then I write it all. And then I, if, it's nice to go to have that beaten path, and then I'll go off of it. But um, one one time when I was doing Jimmy Kimmel, the, the, uh, Alex, my manager, saw my 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 cue card, and then there were all these jokes on this side, and then on the other side there was a line, and there was four things written in red. The the cue card guy made it with me. You know, they come into your green room. He's like, hey, I'm a cue card guy. And they're great. You know, they make you a nice cue card. So, you you know, you can. I'd rather have that than a teleprompter, although I've used both. But um, he he come and Alex goes, what's the red? And I was like, nothing. He goes, no, what's the red? Like he knew. I go, well, if I'm doing really good with my set list that I know that that's what we've talked about doing and it's really going well maybe I'll go over and do some of the others, you know? But if I'm doing okay, no, I'm not gonna start going off. But if I'm like two jokes in, I'm killing I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go to that over there. So it was like weird. Cause when I would do a show like that and the audience just, you know, happened to be just great and they're going with everything. I'm like, oh, I wish I could have, you know, had other few other standbys yeah. that a great audience would have gotten into. So he's like, okay. And then one time, one of the new segment producers goes, what is like Farino builders? Because it said, Forino, I go, Ferino Builders. On the right-hand side, it said, Ferino Builders. He goes, what is that? I go, oh, it, it, it's, it's just the thing I'm plugging from, from my mom's. Like, they're looking at a new house. And I was like, oh, is he going to say? So he goes, yeah, you can't do that. And he was super nice. Uh, they, they all are over there they're absurdly nice it's like Disneyland backstage at the Jimmy Kimmel show Uh, but he was nice about it and he goes you can't do that and then he came back like 20 minutes later I guess he got brought up with Jimmy Jimmy goes let him do it <laughs> <laughs> so it's like when I'm when I'm almost done Jimmy goes I know you have one thing you wanted to say before your time's up so we're, we're there what was it I go well my mom's looking at this house and I give the you know Builders a plug or it was a plumbing company that I was trying to you know <laughs> somebody uh, always hope that answered that was a long answer to it That's so Ro- and Robbie is a good person he's great he is he's he's thrown a lot of uh, you know through Twitter or through texting me um, some really kind words and I, re- and I always really appreciate it he's like really, it really means he's a, a really lot. Good guy, he is. He's he. I. It just. It's it's um. It's 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 always appreciated. Yeah. It's always appreciated.
0: He he. Also, his follow up was uh. Was there anyone that you knew who made it that you never thought would have taken off, or is there anyone that you thought would be huge that didn't quite?
2: Well, you know, most of the time, when I see a comedian, I always tell a comedian to motivate them. At one point in their career, I go, you know, you're. I've said this to a few comedians. Like, when I say make it... Now, I'm not saying they couldn't be, like, literally, like, you know, a household name. You know, I can never think of names. Like, Will Farrell or Jim Carrey mm-hmm. or somebody like that. I'm not saying that's not in it. I'm, not, I'm saying that's very possible, too. But I can't with certainty guarantee it. But where you're at in your career, if you don't fuck around. Like, on a scale from 1 to 10, 10, if 10 is working the hardest, you know what I mean? Like, you, you are a work... You put... If you work at a five, a five, that means you can fuck around a lot too. But you got to half the time, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. I'm telling you, I know. Because you're probably thinking, well, I wish Todd was right. I am right. I am right. Uh, I don't. It might not be that big, but you can make a living doing this, a comfortable living. Buy a home. All you have to do is put a little, you're here, you're in Los Angeles, you hang out with comedians, you already did the hardest part. So from this point on, whenever I say that to somebody, I'm always right. I'm always right, but of course there's been some people—not even in a negative way—not like oh they won't make it, not like that, but like I just didn't see it. Of course I won't mention names because it's not an insult, and to say the name still sends you it. I just didn't see it. I didn't see it. So yeah, there's always people that you go oh I just didn't, huh? And maybe I didn't wasn't aware of how they would grow as a stand-up, or maybe I didn't know the acting chops they had on them sure. because acting, you know, uh, is a is a blah blah blah. <laughs>
0: Final question, Yeah. at Nicholas Sorensen from Instagram. Could Todd beat Doctor Phil in a wrestling match? Well, do you think you could beat Doctor Phil in a wrestling match? Pretty straightforward no, question.
2: I, I don't, I can't even. I, I mean, I, 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 I think we're, I, I'm I think we're getting a,
0: a call right now. <laughs>
2: Hello. Hey, this is Doctor Phil. Well, hi, Dr. Phil. Hey,
0: I heard that you were challenging me to well, a wrestling contest.
2: Well, in all fairness, I wasn't really challenging you. We were reading an Instagram, I think. And yeah, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. So, okay, so what I was... Sure. Okay. Well, it's hard As to, you were saying. Okay, it's just
0: okay. a little... Okay. Absolutely.
2: Right, right. it, it's just a little hard for me to say what I'm trying to say, because you're, you're doing, I guess it's injection, but... So anyway, what I was saying was... Uh-huh. That somebody through uh a Twitter or Insta, sure. okay. So that it's not me. I was I don't want to wrestle with oh,
0: you. Oh, it does. Okay, I thought you challenged me no. to wrestling arm match. wrestle. I mean, I only do finger wrestling.
2: Oh, mm. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> wow,
0: well, I've never been turned
2: down. <laughs> well, hold for on, then wrestling. I tell you what. Will you? I will you pay? You for- gotta
0: get your life together. Oh, you're gonna. You- Don't accept my finger wrestling challenge
2: Wow, well I I do accept it If I win, there's somebody in my family That I think needs some spiritual help Along with literally, you know A lot, lot. like I want you to send them to one of those places Where they get looked at spiritually, medically They spend a month or two months there And you get their whole life organized Would you do that if I win And one of your sponsors will pay for it? Not only
0: that, you will be the new host Of the Dr. Phil show
2: Oh my god (laughs) I love. I I think that's great. <laughs> I have got that much
0: confidence in myself that I'm gonna win this finger wrestling match.
2: Well, you probably will. So that's why you're probably not gonna have to buy me. I'm not very. I'm not. I arm wrestle. Every time I arm wrestle somebody, even if they have a scrawny little arm, I they win. I don't know what it is, and I don't like punching. And I don't. I don't like hitting either. I, I don't like. You know what I thought about you some. You've been in many fights. Some people that claim themselves normal, like forget about someone that's just like a, a hardened criminal that could punch someone or kill somebody. Yeah, yeah, that that I get it. There's but there's people that are sev- seemingly people we know. I bet they can punch somebody. And I go, it doesn't bother you that your Have you ever punched your somebody? Fist? No. Me neither. No. It makes sense when somebody punches you. Look, when shit hits the fan, you got to defend yourself. And I think when rage comes out of anybody, we could defend ourselves. But it's very hard to not be aware that when you punch someone, you're going to crush a bone in their face. So I think it's normal for when someone hits somebody and they don't want to punch them back. Because I'm not i don't I don't want to punch we, we we probably know some people i I know somebody like a friend of mine, her boyfriend, and they told us a story like three years ago, yeah, he was out at night and 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 Eric Rick got into a fight and he punched this. I'm like, you just take your fist and how do you plow it into somebody's face like and then I, and then you're normal the rest of the night, hey, yeah, I got into a fight. Wait you but that's now I know you can take your fist and crush it into someone's face, and that doesn't
0: you're talking about me right now. No, no, no. I punch so many people in the face, that's how I get my anger out. Maybe that's not the best way to deal with things.
2: Well, you're right, Dr. Phil. You know what? I'm going to let you host my show. Thank you. I would love to host your show. All right, Todd. My
0: people will be in touch.
2: Wow. This is real, too.
0: Uh, Yeah, he just offered you the show. So
2: so I think he would win. Probably.
0: All right, this brings us to our final segment. I know. Sax Talk. Sure. Oh,
2: Sax Talk. Oh, you already have it ready. I thought it was in the case. Remember when you did my show every time I wanted you to play that sacks you had to take it out of the case
0: dude that was so that was before i got a stand for it and oh, okay. the stand was probably the best purchase i could have made it made zero sense that i didn't have yeah it i
2: didn't even see it so yeah down yeah. there on the floor right right yeah. right it's so funny because i remember that i'd be like i would gesture to you on my show to get your sacks out and then you're like you're get, oh click click clink 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 yeah now it's just like here we go what let's a do a great this. instrument
0: it's fun it's i good. know so uh, I'm gonna follow you. Tell a uh, story of any sexual encounter. Or well, anything. I
2: will give you a little hint. This, you know, because I've, you know, a lot of my life that I haven't been very honest about, you know, my myself, my my, uh, you know, my my, uh, preference, my my preference, orientation, my orientation. Yeah. Now I'm just fluid. By the way, I'm fine with that word. <laughs> fluid it just means i don't tell it's great right sloppy (laughs) it's just all all over the place when i heard fluid a few years ago i really did think you know what i'm all right with that i got it because fluid can go outside of gay straight or anything fluid means someone goes would you date uh you know an italian girl because 50 like let's say 40 years ago when that was even a big deal you go would people do that would you do this i go you know what You, you can be over hair color people go would you you like i'm fluid you know what the amazing thing is nature your body will tell you what you like and I don't set I just let that make the decision so I'm fluid if I like I just my body will tell me what I like and whatever it is I'll go do it so I love that word some people think it sounds a little too few you know oh I'm fluid I'll take it I'm so <laughs> I'll, I'm fluid I'll
0: take it in a big gulp to go yeah
2: but dudes you know it is. Mostly all dudes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what was that last thing you all said? All dudes. Super gender flu. <laughs> but I'm mostly dudes. Well, I'm <laughs> not. I'm, my spectrum is not all over the place. You know, yeah. Mine, mine is. But anyway, this is a story that I used to tell. Now, of course, it's going to seem sad when I wanted people to think that I was uh, into girls. So my friend goes, hey, uh, Todd, did you ever, uh, you know, what's your story? Well... I was working at the Tempe Improv. This goes back around 10 years ago. And it was after a show. Can I get a little, like, bedding in it, maybe? It was after a show. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to go back to the hotel, but I also didn't want to go out that night. So the hotel had a pool, and I knew that I probably should hook up to have some good stories to tell the next day at the club when people would come up to me that worked at the club and said, hey, that one girl was really checking you out. So I was hanging out by the pool, and I saw the most beautiful ladybug. She flew over... Can you put some reverb in my voice, please? She She flew over... Wow. She flew over and landed too close to me to be a coincidence. We started talking back and forth, hitting it off. And And I didn't even think she knew I was a comedian, but she had mentioned something about um, my Comedy Central Presents. (laughs) Next thing you know, we're we're going at it. I mean, and I thought to myself, wow, this is a ladybug, so I must be in the ladies. And I don't mean to be, I'm not a kiss-and-tell type of a guy, but ladybugs have the wettest pussies, and... We went at it till three in the morning. And it was probably the best night of my life. I never heard from her again. About a year ago after a show, she came up to me. We talked and laughed. And we fucked one more time. And that is the end of the story. It's a true story. That is a true story. That's a true story. That is a true story. I promise hundred percent, hundred percent true, hundred percent true. And I apologize a little of the vulgarity, and it doesn't make love making should be sensual Listen. and nurtured, not harsh words.
0: Sometimes but. the only way you can talk about a ladybug is talking about her pussy.
2: Can, but honestly, I know you're going to think I'm lying. They do really have wet pussies. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Adams told me to mention his name at the end of the podcast. All right. Are you
0: happy, Jake? You know what, Todd? How many plugs do you have to get off on well, this? Well, Jake,
2: really, he calls He's... me on the phone. Hey, Todd, it's Jake. I know they end the show with the uh, saxophone, but could you could the last thing everybody hears be my name? Jake Adams.
0: <laughs> wow, Jake somehow patched into the show and just got right in that plug at the very end. I was on hold for an hour yeah your voice is way more burly than I remember it ah blah.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: Uh Todd dude thanks so much for coming on buddy
2: thank you this was uh, really fun I love this uh, like was oh, that one of the original comedy store signs right there yeah yeah, wow. we're, yeah down, right. in, down in the bu-
0: bunker of the comedy store Good fun. We'll we'll have to hang soon and uh, yes. grab some Taco Bell. Love Absolutely. you, buddy.